Unbroken Podcast. I'm Alexandra Amor, author and lifelong explorer of what it means to be human. This is the podcast where my guests and I explore the inside-out nature of life via the psychological paradigm called the Three Principles. We explore the positive effect this can have on every aspect of our lives, including resolving things like unwanted habits, anxiety, trauma, depression, and more. You'll find episode show notes, transcriptions, your complimentary video series, and lots more at unbrokenpodcast.com. If you're struggling to resolve an overeating habit, I invite you to go to freedomfromovereating.com where you'll find all the details about the online course I've created based on my 30 plus years of struggle and how I found the solution to my own overeating habit by exploring this inside out psychological paradigm. Use the coupon code podcast at checkout to save 20% on this unique and comprehensive course. And now here's the show. Maurice Godet-Copin, thank you for being here on Unbroken. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Alexandra. It's a pleasure. It's so nice to see you again. Um, Why don't you take us back to the beginning and tell us about how you came across the three principles? Yes. I'm going to condense, what, six years? or I mean, all the time before, I'm going to make it very, very, very short. So... Basically, for me, my history is with anxiety. So along, it started in 2003, physical symptoms, and then the beginning of a long, long search for a fix, which, you know, every little thing helped along the way. I tried many, many things, and it led me one day to hear Michael Neal, because I think at the time I subscribed to Hay House. I can't remember why, but I subscribed to Hay House and I listened to a short something he had, I think on Facebook, I'm not, I can't even remember precisely, but saying we live in the feeling of our thinking. Those were his words. We live in the feeling of our thinking. And I was like, heck no. <laughs> <laughs> but he got my attention and I got curious about that. So I started listening to him and I was like, well, you know, it's interesting but to be really honest, you know, the the terms he used, his vocabulary uh, around, you know, the three principles and mind consciousness and thought I was not really comfortable with. So it stayed of sort of on the back burner until because I was listening to him, something from Nicola Bird appeared regarding anxiety. She was in the process then to be having been, I think, one of Michael's apprentices. She was in the process of launching a little peace of mind her anxiety targeted program and I thought what do I have to lose at this point this was 2017 and I had been at it with anxiety since 2003 I really had nothing to lose so I listened to her and it really resonated I for the first time in my life I had the feeling this woman knows what she's talking about she's been through panic attacks she's experience the whole thing, I'm going to listen some more. So I signed up for her program and it just snowballed. I mean, the progress I made, the the insights I had, everything was just fabulous, really. So in the big, that big wave, 
I trained with Michael Neal. I did Super Coach Academy. And then in 2020, COVID hit. And you know what? That first year was totally fine. Fine. I didn't mind the lockdown, nothing. I was still doing so well. And then in 2021, I'm not sure why. Don't sure. I'm not sure it matters. It all came back. Mm. It all came back. So dizziness, um, incredible electricity in my body most of the time, uh, panic attacks at night, during the day, whatever. And I was like, <laughs> what's happened? <laughs> Nothing helps. What, what, did, what the heck is going on? I mean, I was just so lost, to be honest with you, so lost. And I just did my best, you know, for a few months. I think at the time, the only thing that I could see clearly, and I think that it somehow, it, not that it saved me because I didn't need saving, but it was really like a lifeline. Something inside me remembered this is temporary. Mm. It will pass. Mm -hmm. So when I looked at everything I had learned from Michael, Nikolai, and everybody else, the only thing that was still helpful in what I was experiencing at the time was this is temporary. Mm -hmm. And I knew that. It was not a belief. I just knew it. I knew that it would change at some point, but I didn't know when, I didn't know how, it felt horrible. I went through a whole, te you know, oh gosh, so many medical tests every you know, direction to make sure, to make sure, because I had even new symptoms, stomach upset and stuff like that. So it was a whole s medical saga, which was not helping the anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> right. But everything just came back normal and everything else. And then... The anxiety sort of calmed down, but I found myself in a big dark cloud, really sad, really depressed, really dragging my feet for the best part of 22. Um, and somehow, by some miracle that allows me to look at what actually happened, you know, what I was told turned out to be true. And I moved through, I, I moved through it. I came out on the other side again, not sure how it started, not sure how it ended, but it's ended mm -hmm. because it's been a few months now and it's, I feel more, so, I feel solid. I feel much better at all levels. And so now it's just looking back at, you know, what happened and again, not, not to prevent it from happening again, but more being curious as to what can I see about this that that would help me get more grounded and 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 be more okay should it ever happen again so that's where I'm at today yeah oh so much stuff in there that I would love to unpack and okay. and yeah just so many interesting things that you said so I think the first thing I want to ask is you mentioned that it started sort of in 2021. Do you feel like there was any kind of COVID connection or no at all? I don't mean, yes. I don't mean in terms of having the virus. I just mean in terms of anxiety. 
Anxiety, yes. I, I think it was, uh, looking back again, it's my best guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it was a build up of a lot of dark, dark stories about, you know, some family issues that we were having, about COVID, about the vaccine. I had a lot of stories around all that. And basically, I really think my body went enough. Mm. It's enough. I'm going to make you feel all that. Mm-hmm. And I felt it. But for the life of me, I had no no idea how to change that. So again, this this knowing that I didn't need to, that somehow it would change for me at some point really helped be, because five, 10 years ago, it would not have been like that. I would have been, I can't live like this anymore. Something needs to change. I need to find the next person to listen to, blah, blah, blah. blah. And here it was more... You know, I felt defeated in a way because I thought that I had found the answer. Ah, yes. And it was very humbling, very humbling to realize that even for myself, I had not found the answer that stuff like this could still happen. Mm-hmm. But yes, it was definitely a buildup of, of all that stuff. Yeah. I think, well, definitely, I don't know. As I said, it's my best guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So there's that expression in the principles that we're always feeling our thinking. And so our body lets us know the quality of the thinking that's going on in our minds. Do you, do you feel like this confirmed that expression to you? Yes. And again, it's, it's not yes and no, in the sense that definitely I'm, I'm, feeling something that's happening at the thought level but it's not necessarily thinking I'm aware of Mm -hmm. it's it's more what is going on in my mind based on the past you know on on the the conclusions that my brain is drawing and so this is what we need to think about now because that will keep us safer and all that sense, all that stuff. But yes, I've, I definitely see deeper today that my experience is thought created, but thought in a broad sense. So, so that I don't get trapped into thinking that I need to change a belief or that I need to change the story that's going on in my head that day or that minute or that moment, it's more a question, oh, that's where it's coming from. Okay, no big mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. And that's it's going to change. Right. And But yes, definitely, the experience is thought created, yeah. For me, it looks really true. Okay, yes, yeah, good to hear that. And such an interest, uh, an important point, I think, about how we're aware of some of the thought that's going through our heads. You know, we can hear that voice in our head that sounds like us. And then there does seem to be another level or layer of thought that we don't necessarily hear, but it's there nonetheless. Would you agree with that? Yes. And to go back to what you said in your previous question, that's what the body lets us know. Yes. The body lets us know that something is going on. 
Right. And, you know, it's funny because in the 3P world, especially at the beginning, I heard a lot the expression, you know, it, the, the feeling basically lets us know we're off track. We're off track. And I, I don't think it's an off track thing or on track thing. It's not a good or bad thing. It's just happening. Mm-hmm. And the feeling is uncomfortable because there's an uncomfortable something going on in the background. And again, sometimes it makes cha- it makes sense to look at it closer and maybe adjust my behavior or whatever. And sometimes it doesn't. It it, it really depends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to answer your question, yes, I agree. I think there's a lot of stuff that we're not aware of. The brain is busy. And it's funny because I was talking to a friend of mine recently and you know how we were told to sleep on it, right? And Or I'm a big jigsaw puzzle fan. So I move away from a puzzle and then I come back and I'll find the piece that I was looking for. But it's not random, you know? My my brain continues working on it when I'm not aware. Mm. So that's what is going on. The, the brain continues, the mental activity, Activity continues even when not, we're not aware of it. And then at some point we feel it. So for me, that's small thought that way <laughs> rather than real thinking. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. No, that's such a beautiful description of the distinction. And you're so right. And in fact, last just last night, I had, this is kind of goofy. I had written this number down. I was adding up a bunch of stuff and walked away thinking it was fine. In the middle of the night, I woke up with the realization that the, I had calculate, done a calculation wrong in this list of numbers. It wasn't on my conscious mind at all. Like I thought I had done the thing correctly. Mm-hmm. And yet my brain kept working on it, obviously, and then let me know, oh, there's a mistake there. And I, yeah, those are just great Wonderful. examples of, yeah, this activity yeah. that's going on. Yeah. That's a fabulous story because, you know, again, we hear a lot about, you know, fresh thought and this and that, but it's not woo-woo. You know, fresh thought (laughs) is not woo-woo. It's it's really how brain the brain works. Mm -hmm. So it it has something, there's something going on, it works on it. And then you wake up in the middle of the night or the next day I go and I place the piece because it happens and I don't have to get involved in that process. So I think that's another thing that I've seen over the last year or so is how little involved I I need to be to to move through life, to move through challenges or anything really. Mm-hmm. It's it's sort of taken care of yeah. for me. I mean, I'm there obviously, right? Because if if there's a piece to place on the puzzle, it's not going to happen without my hand doing it obviously, but it's just so less of me, of little me involved in my life these days. That's a, that's a consequence of all the last few years, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things too, that I thought was really interesting that you said was that you, when you found, discovered the principles and began to learn about them, that you thought you had found the answer right and and i'll tell you what i heard from that which was um that you would be symptom free is that how you would express that 
I don't know if it was completely to be symptom free, but I would be okay. Well, actually, I think I had set a level of symptoms that I would be all right with. Okay. And okay. Everything that I, yeah, I talk about stories, right? So, so everything that I experienced was sort of measured to that and it measured really well. So I thought after 14, 15, 16 years of seeking, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is it. This finally works. You know, like my family, they couldn't believe the transformation. I mean, I would be afraid of doing everything. And then I signed up for Super Coach Academy Europe. So, I mean, I live in New York and I traveled to Athens and Prague and London. And I did, a, and I was like, what? <laughs> and then, and then all that's, it seemed as if it was taken away from me. So more than an answer, I think I found at the time what I needed to find to to improve, to to I guess to to get some grounding again in my life. Mm-hmm. And somehow, maybe, I don't know, that grounding wasn't solid enough. Mm. so life as life is known to do just shook things up a little for me mm-hmm. and and it's interesting because at the time I was really on, I was having a bad day and, and a friend of mine said Marise you know remember when you go through phases like this she had no idea that it was a long phase I had high you know I was hiding it very well but when you go something like that it means you're going to see something new you're going to see something new at some point and it was a great reminder that day because it got my interest going again. I was like, oh, maybe, maybe that's true. What more could I see around this? And that sort of started, I, I got out of my victim mode again mm-hmm. and, and got curious about, about what was going on. And that was slowly, slowly and the way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess what it what it says to me too, you having that experience is that, you've gone even deeper. This is sort of another way to say what your friend says. Yeah, you're going to see something more. And to me, you sharing your story has just shown me the wisdom and the perfection of our design, uh, really. And it sounds like you you see that as well. Would you say that's true? Okay, let's see. The perfection of the design, I don't know, honestly. I just... To me, it looks as if life wants to live. Mm. Life wants to experience life. So if that's perfection, that's perfection. I don't know. Um And why we we get to see more or don't see because some people won't. And mm-hmm. I have no idea. For me, that's all the mis- mis- mystery of life. That's what I'm saying what, when I don't have answers. I thought I had in the sense that, oh, but of course this is happening because mind, consciousness, thought, and blah, 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 blah. And now it's like, I really don't know and and to be honest with you, I don't really care. It's just <laughs> like, it's more a moment by moment thing. 
So I think we are designed to live. We are designed to experience everything. So in that sense, is the design perfect? Yes, because we are, there's no question in my mind after the last two years, we are resilient. We were resilient bunch there's no question and when we see that it 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 helps us but why some people see it and don't see it i don't know so and for me it still looks as if some people can go through a lifetime without seeing that so are we perfectly designed i have no idea (laughs) (laughs) but but it looks true that we are deeply resilient and and that life wants to experience everything. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something else that I saw is like a lot, most of us going come into the three principal conversation because we are looking for answers and we are looking for a way to live better, to to change us, our feelings, circumstances, whatever, or to escape even those circumstances, feelings, or whatever. And what I've seen around that is just that it's not so much about that, the deepening. The deepening is about seeing how normal and safe experiencing all of life is. So do I wish, or do I hope I never go through a phase like I've went through again? Yes. Do I know that it's not going to happen because I know the three principles? No. Do I know that it, it's probably going to be a little easier to navigate because of what I've seen and felt? Yes. But there's no guarantee. And underneath all that, I know I'll be able to experience it. That's it. You know, I had a client once tell me that if life, I love that thing. I never forgot it. He said to me, if life sees fit to present me with something, it means I'm fit to experience it. Yes. And I love that. And why? Why are we fit to experience life? Because we're designed by life. We are life itself. I mean, there's just no way we're not. (laughs) So it makes complete sense to me today that, of course, I'm able to experience everything because there's nothing out of this bubble of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. It's, 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 you know, I always say, I like to say, we didn't invent the baby. We didn't invent the human being. Right? We didn't. So... There's, there's, a, there's more ease with all that for me now because it feels normal and safe, let's say, mm-hmm. whatever comes. Yeah. Yeah. Say that again, what your client said. So if life sees fit to present me with an experience, it means I'm fit to experience it. Wow. Yeah. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was him. And yeah. uh, it was one of those moments you love, you know, when you talk with someone and it's just, yeah. And they, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so there was beautiful. a yes, there was a deeper realization for me around that, around the this. You know, when you have anxiety, basically the core thing is that you don't feel safe being alive. Mm-hmm. You just don't feel safe being alive, and mm-hmm. then. Some people don't feel safe around health, around food, around this, around that. But the core thing is that you don't feel safe. So to be able to develop through seeing how resilient you are or how life works and all that stuff, develop this sense of inner safety, being alive regardless of what you have to move through. It's it's sort of sort of important when you suffer from anxiety mm-hmm. <laughs> because it doesn't mean that you don't you're not anxious anymore, but it means that you're not afraid of being anxious, right? So, yeah, it makes a big difference. Yeah, it's a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Nicola Bird used to have this phrase about having a pink, fluffy life, and I loved it when I first heard her say that, and how we're all looking for that, you know, something that's easy and trauma free and um, joyful and delightful all the time. And the way that I phrase that, which is a little more pointed, is that there there's no cure for life. You know, there's no cure for the experiences that we're going to have. And so I love that you're pointing to the resilience that we all have to deal with any, you know, really anything that comes up. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. We do, we really, really, really do. Yeah. And we come out on the other side because that's just a given also. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you noticed at some point then a reduction in those symptoms that you were having, the panic attacks in the night and that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And you obviously kept exploring as all that was going on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And was there yeah. any... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Ask the question because I think I was going to answer the question that you're about to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I'll give a little background just for our listeners. Okay. Um I was in a cult for 10 years in the 1990s. And one of the uh, unspoken rules anytime you're in a cult is, you know, don't question the premise. Don't question the kind of the, the, the spoken rules, but also the unspoken rules in, in the organization or the group. And so what I want to ask you is, you know, did you find yourself questioning the, the principles and were you comfortable doing that as well? I've always been comfortable questioning everything. So okay, good. number one. <laughs> so that's that's just not a problem for me. Uh, um, I I have an, a deep aversion to boxes and structures and everything, which, like I said at the beginning, was a, the the structure of the three principles as a teaching was I was never comfortable with it. So I very rarely use the word mind consciousness thought sometimes as I did today. Uh, but it's very rare. I, I'd rather go through what, what, what I've seen. So to answer your question, did I question 
what I had seen rather than question the structure of the principles. Did I question what I had seen? Oh, yes. Mm. Yes, because if I had really seen something that was true, how come I was feeling so bad again? Yeah. So I went there full speed. And, but in a way, it was a good thing because I really believe, you know, when we talked about answers and stuff, every human being, even though we all come from the same life source, every human being has to find their own grounding, their own answer, their own way. Every human being has to find their own way. So it helped me, this phase, really look for my own way again, which, of course, is the paradox, is is the, the way for everyone. But, you know, I don't know if you remember, but Michael Neal, I don't know if you've ever heard him say that people are looking for the bathroom. And we, when we have the three principles, we just know the way to the bathroom. So we can mm. just help them see the way to the bathroom. And that's where I was. And today, I don't see it like this anymore. I'm like, yes, everybody's looking for the bathroom. I'm looking for the bathroom. Everybody is, right? My way to the bathroom is not yours. So for me to show you my way is not really going to help you very much. But... I can guarantee you that the bathroom exists. I can keep reminding you that it's there when you think you'll never get there. And I can be with you as you look for your way. And that's that. So it's very, it's a very different space to be in. It's a, it's a, it's more of a space of, yeah, it's like, I don't know really. There's some, I know that there's a way. But is it the three principles? Is it something else for that person? I don't know. Mm-hmm. All we can do is explore together. Mm. And and that's where I'm finding myself. And, and it counts for me too. So whenever I question something, it's not like, Oh, the three principles, it didn't work. What else can I find? And all that. It's like, no, you know, having seen and felt what I've seen and felt, what else can I see about this? And, and let's explore. And there's always something more to discover. I mean, for me, the big gift of, of the last six months has been this exploration of self-kindness and self-compassion. I was well-versed into it, but not really, I didn't really need it in my own life until recently. And now it's like, oh, you know, it's it's really nice. But that's for me in this moment. So, and again, it's not 3P, right? It's like self-kindness. I mean, again, I like to say that everything is 3P mm-hmm. because the three principles just explain Maybe how life works, right? Mm-hmm. And and if you find it helpful, it's great. If you don't find it helpful, it doesn't matter. You'll find something else that's helpful because that's how it. Uh, that's what we're looking for, and so that's what we find. And um, so to answer your question, yes, definitely comfortable questioning. 
have questions and even though I still see what the principles are pointing to as true for me, I'm not saying it has to be the answer for everyone. That's 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 where I'm at. Yeah. I'm I'm happy to explore. <laughs> yes, I love that. That is such a great metaphor about the bathroom. Yeah, you know it exists. And it's so true. The yeah, the path that someone's gonna take could be completely different. Um yeah, to getting there. That's so great. Wow. It's just a lot of humility, really. Mm-hmm. Um more listening too, because I don't know. So and I know that I don't know for mm-hmm. someone else. Mm-hmm. I really feel that if I don't know for me, at some point I will, because that's how it's been working. But I certainly don't know for someone else. Mm-hmm. And they only know. So much more humble than I used to, especially at the beginning. Oh my God, with the principles, you know, you see, if you could only see this, yes. your life would be transformed. And, and now it's more like your life can be transformed. Let's see how to go about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's the same for me. Okay. I'm not seeing it right now. Well, let's, let's look below the surface and, and, and see what else is there. It's it's actually makes it much more interesting than you to think you know. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Good point. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so much more fun to explore than to yeah, than to think you have the answers. Right, right. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. Um so I'm just looking at my little list of questions. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you see now? Uh, that you didn't that you haven't shared yet that you didn't see before this experience anything that I've seen well I think if it had to be something it would have to be presence Mm. Uh, and it's a big word so what do I mean by that it's really being aware of the experience that I'm having without a ton of thinking about it. Just really, this this is new for me, this ability to, to want to stay with what I'm feeling. So, especially when it's uncomfortable. And, and, and again, to stay without clinging to it, right? It's just to be with the experience as it moves through me. So there's a deeper awareness. Maybe it's because this, this temporariness of things was the number one factor that helped me, but I, I've seen it deeper. It's like everything is so fluid. There's, um, I'm not so afraid anymore to stay present with it. And being present for me means just feeling what I feel without having an opinion or or needing to change it because it changes by itself. But it was a nice idea and now it's become really a cool exploration and I have 
little glimpses of being experiential now mm-hmm. and and really really oh i'm feeling terrible right now and it's not a problem and it's going to pass and and be with it as it passes it's it's really weird in a way to talk about that it's hard to describe but to really be in the experience and i think that's allowed me also to really be more present with others it's a work in progress because you know it's 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 easier for me to be present to myself than it is to be present to others but so I guess that's a good start anyway just start right here and then moving out but yeah I if I had to say something it would be that I find Mm -hmm. that topic fascinating um and also you know I that's gonna sound weird but even when I'm not present, there's still some part of me that is. And it's like what we talked about before with the puzzle piece or you waking up at night. It's like knowing at a deep level that there's a part of me that that still registers everything and that still moves along. It keeps living me. It keeps moving me. So that's new. That's another thing that's new. It's a big, pretty big deal, actually. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> and we'll see. It's, it, it's, it's evolving, you know. We'll see what it brings, but definitely something there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This has been such a great conversation, Maurice. I just have loved it so much. And I've got, I feel like I'm floating. I've gotten so much out of it. Um, Oh, thank you. It's, well, you know, that's the gift, right? At the end of the, and it's funny because I have a friend who's very into, who sees that much more clearly than I do, that when we go through challenges or we, we go back into the pit, you know, it's, it's actually not bad news. It's, it's really another opportunity to to see more of what we want to see really and i've started to to look not look at it that way but to experience it more that way mm-hmm. it's it's getting more clear for me that way so so that the uh, challenges in the pit the darkness of the pit basically doesn't look so scary you know because mm-hmm. i used the metaphor of the diamond recently it's it's like we're born, you know, and we've got this diamond, right? It's life and it's wonderful and, and we're children and we play with it and everything. And then it's, it's, it's like counter, um, we, we go backwards, right? So we have this diamond from birth and then it goes back into the ground, right? Mm-hmm. We slowly, slowly put it back into the ground and then we have to go and, and find it. But every, it seems to me that every challenge, everything that is put in our way, is an opportunity for us to to unearth that diamond and or to polish it or to and and just see another facet, you know. Like once it's there, we just, we just scratch there and say, oh, and it it shines slightly differently and with a different color or a different shade, and it's really be- a beautiful process when we look at it that way, I suppose. And uh, so, so I'm I'm getting it's. 
it's something I'm I'm open to look at, <laughs> which I wasn't ready to do when I was feeling very bad. <laughs> mm. But now I'm like, you know, what if every challenge, every darkness, every cloud, every storm we go through is just another opportunity for us to to see another facet of the diamond, you know? What if? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, the way I see it is I sort of see it as wisdom everywhere. So what, you know, what if there's wisdom even in the in the experiences we don't yeah. enjoy? And what if there's wisdom in our body even when it's making us uncomfortable? That kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. That kind of thing. I agree. Yes. 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 Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been so lovely, Maurice. Why don't you let our listeners know where they can find out more about you and your work? Oh, yes, that's a good point. Uh, well, I have a, web- <laughs> that's a, I have a website, I suppose. <laughs> and it's um, flowerpower.com, but F-L-O-W and then hyphen E-R for flow. Okay, because yeah. Because I love being in the flow. So flowerpower.com and or via email, again, with flow, powerflow twenty eight at gmail.com i'm there and otherwise i'm on facebook too so they can you know reach me there and and that's that really (laughs) yeah and you have a lovely group with james abbott uh the built-in brilliance facebook group yes i have a facebook group there and we have group calls with james Uh, i met james uh through a little peace of mind Mm -hmm. he trained as a coach i trained as a coach and now we host a group calls together which are really we don't teach at all that's just a forum for a joint exploration it's lovely Mm -hmm. and so we do that together and uh yeah it's been it's been fun Mm. or or shall i say it's fun again (laughs) (laughs) right yes yeah um was it not fun while you were going through this? It, no, when I really took a pause, mm. I needed to pause. I just, we did some group calls, but in terms of coaching, I stopped everything. Mm. Uh, it was my, you know, my belief, well, my grounding, I suppose, for lack of a better word, was shaken that badly. Yeah. I thought I have no business being with anybody right now. And now that's changed because I'm like, it would be nice to explore from this new space I'm in with someone again. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting back to that. But yeah, no, the fun, it, it was no fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're back to it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. It's nice. And again, you know, like all of us, I have my moments, but it's not a problem. Yeah. No, yeah. exactly. It's life. Yeah. It's life. Yeah, it's life. All of it. All of it. Yeah, everything. Well, thank you again, Maurice. This has been awesome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was great. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found the show helpful and uplifting. You'll find all the backlist episodes and show notes at unbrokenpodcast.com. To learn more about how to resolve an overeating habit in a way that's unlike anything else you've tried, 
go to freedomfromovereating.com. Use the coupon code PODCAST at checkout to save 20% on this unique and comprehensive course. See you next time.